0: Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the insights and the stories from business owners. My name is John Cashier-Rice and I had the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting businesses from all industries. Today I'm delighted to say we have Terry with us. Hello Terry.
1: Hi there, how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for taking time to do this. I know how old life gets sometimes. Yes,
1: particularly nowadays.
0: Yes. So, Tell us about your business and what you do, Terry.
1: Okay. Um, Well, I've got, I now have two streams to my business, one being um, business growth mentoring, uh, helping small businesses to uh, grow uh, disproportionately, sometimes to their own size, uh, which is lovely. And um, I also do uh, strategic planning and thinking work. um, And particularly, I'm focusing that on charities at the moment and environmental charities at that.
0: Excellent, excellent. So, before we we find out a little bit more about all of that, I always love to hear somebody's story, their journey of how they got to where they've got to. Are you happy to share some of yours with us? Yes.
1: Um, if you have fifty eight years, um, <laughs> yes. The the reason I'm where I am, I think, is from very very long ago. Uh, I joined a youth organisation, the Sea Cadets, and very rapidly found that I was I enjoyed my I enjoyed learning all the stuff about boats and rigging and stuff but I also enjoy imparting it to others so hence started a sort of a a yearning for training and and helping people Um, I went through the navy for a while I was there for nine years and then um, started started selling uh, after I left the navy which was a good learning curve Um, but very rapidly realized again that what I was probably better at was if you can't do it teach it and uh, so I started teaching selling Um, I'd started traveling I spent a lot of time overseas 25 years in all both in um, Far East and, and the U.S., or oh, in the Middle East, yeah. Um, and I set up a training company in Malaysia at one stage, and um, but also did some strategic planning consulting there with, with a group. And uh, so over the last uh, 15 years or so, I've been developing uh, what I learned from selling, what I learned from the strategic planning, and what I learned from helping small businesses. Um, and I've been imparting that in the 12 years I've been back in this country.
0: Uh, and you make it sound so easy was there any challenges along the way
1: um yes uh last count 138 um a lot of there are always challenges lots of challenges but um I, i i suppose i think that people fall into one of two categories you you overcome them or you succumb to them and uh i tend to be one of these people luckily that overcomes them not necessarily by anything witty or witful as much as just uh trying to ignore the fact that it could be a problem and just moving forward, finding finding a way. Um, so typically, uh, finding a market. Um, I, as I say, I've moved around in the world and I go to a new country. How do I find my market? What am I trying to do? And um, what I've learned from that is go back to basics, process. How did you find your market the first place you were, the first time you had any success? Do it again. Oh, but we don't do that here. No, do it again. Do it again. And by, by continuing to revert to basics and basic trainings and basic learnings, I think um, you can overcome most things.
0: Right, excellent. Which kind of brings us into uh, the uh, business growth, which I think a lot of people uh, are facing at the moment. They're looking to mm. reinvent themselves. So what would some of the key basics to go back to would be? Um,
1: so first of all, growth is there's basically a couple of elements to growth there's there's the sales and marketing getting in the new business and then there's the profit making sure that you're you're keeping the business you're getting in um, and keeping a large amount of money on it so my focus is largely on the sales and the marketing side um though there's some some uh, elements of that crossover to the to the more administrative and, and and profitable but when it comes to sales the biggest challenge i think most companies seem to be facing is Where's my market? Who are they? Uh, I alluded to that earlier in my own life. Um, And by working out a process whereby you plod through day after day doing some key things, um, preferably not too many and not too often, so that you can get on with your own, you know, what you do for a business, but continually turning the wheel of finding a lead, following it up, doing the marketing to get that lead interested, bringing them in as a business. Um, And so the 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 key to growth is i think system and process and i work with a with a well proven formula that's been developed over 20 odd years by not me somebody much brighter than me and a and a team of people much brighter than me um that uh, focuses on the key elements the formulas focus on the key elements of of the of both the the market and the, and bringing in the the business and the profitability of the business um and in particular, in the marketing focusing on what they call the core elements, nine core elements to make sure that the marketing is actually effective. Uh, how often do you look at an ad, whether it's on the TV or huh, the old fashioned way in a publication uh, or, or on, on a website and you think, what, why? What, what are you trying to say? Um, and it's, it's about basic formula. Who am I? No, I don't. The, the punters don't care who you are. Not yet. Don't, don't lead your ads with my name is. Nobody really minds at this stage. That's for brand building. And we do it because the big companies that advertise a lot have built brands. They have spent millions on building brands. If I say to you, Coca-Cola you know, does you good, you're going to remember it because you know Coca-Cola. But if I say Terry Murphy will help you, so what? Who's Terry Murphy? But if I can give you a formula that you can see how it works for you, then you might think, oh, and who was it that told me that? Oh, it's that chap Terry Murphy. That's interesting. But my brand isn't built yet. And it won't be. It's got to be. It's got to be about the customer. And that's where marketing typically falls down. I think the first stage, not talking about the customer or to the customer.
0: Right. So it sounds like the first stage is uh, identify who you want to speak to. And then go, so how do you craft a message that resonates with them? Yes. Which is the marketing, then leads into sales, which is the kind of lead generation.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, if, I, if I have a business with dozens of clients or customers or patients, um, I'm going to be looking at who were the successful ones for me, who were profitable, love working with. Um, that's not always the same group. And, and then home in on, oh, right, so it's that sort of person that I really resonate well to. And, and you create, um, it's an old idea and lots of people use it, but a lot of people misuse it. You create an avatar. You create a, a persona of your absolute ideal customer, client or patient. And whenever you phrase your marketing, you remember you're talking to them. And if it's a, if it's a middle-aged female um, in a in a business, then talk in those terms. If it's a, a young uh, 20-year-old guy in, 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 a, in university, talk to them. And that way, it's like, I always say, it's like um, shooting at a, at a target. Aim for the bullseye, which is your avatar, which is your ideal client. And if you miss the target, you're going to hit some people quite close in and you're going to be able to work with them. But if you just fire an arrow into the air, Um, and you can't even remember where the target is what are the chances of hitting a target
0: yeah i think um, if you've been in business for any length of time you come across that kind of persona that person you should be writing to what what do you say when somebody says but but i sell to everybody
1: (laughs) um no you don't (laughs) um actually if you break it down you have sold to a variety variety of people some of whom you sold to more successfully than others as i said either because they were more profitable than some others or because you enjoyed working with them, particularly consultants and people with individual clients or patients. I enjoyed working with that person. It gave me a kick. I like getting up in the morning. But can you remember the ones that you didn't like so much? So immediately you could sell to anybody. You could hit anybody if you fire an arrow into the air. But the chances are you won't find that person who you most resonate with, who will be the easiest to become a client and will become the longest standing customer of yours and produce the longest return on their investment.
0: So I think one of the things I hear you saying is that is the profit part is really important for sure, but also yeah. your quality of business life is important.
1: Yes. Yes. If you don't, if you don't enjoy what you do on a day-to-day basis, there'll be times you don't. There'll be times you do things you don't enjoy. Um uh, I mean, tax returns. Hands up those that enjoy doing their tax return. <laughs> and hands down if you're an accountant. Um, but but you must enjoy your basic everyday work. Um, enjoy your clients and your customers. Uh, I, I know a very successful furniture uh, organization, not a million miles from where we are, we're, we're, you and I are both on the South Coast. Um, the MD, who is part of the family who set up is often on the shop floor chatting to people who are going to buy a sofa or a bed or something. I mean, you've seen the you know these adverts on TV, there's a sale ending soon. He's not like that. He gets down there, he talks to people and he understands what their interests are. He's not doing the sale necessarily. He might just have a chat and move on. But it's about liking your customers, knowing your customers. And if you're constantly dealing with people who are pains, who, are, who irritate you, you get annoyed with, you're not going to have a happy life, and uh, success is about happiness, not about not about um, mega bucks in the back pocket when you're crying your eyes out.
0: That's great philosophy. That's fabulous for philosophy for doing business and living life.
1: Mm, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Got me this far. I don't know how much further you'll <laughs> <it'll> get
0: me. <laughs> so you also mentioned you're working with charities, uh, especially at the moment. I think there's a lot of charities that um, have been I hit by be. the COVID. So,
1: well, I um some a few years ago i did some strategic work for a charity they were doing a, a, a complete strategic review and um, i got involved because i was interested in their cause but um, it gave them some work and then and then they paid me to continue the work um, they then uh, invited me to join the board which was interesting um, given that i am not a i'm not a campaigner or an activist particularly but i was interested in the in the theme um, and i so I agreed and I joined and I was voted on. I went to the first poor meeting. And the first thing the chairman said was, um, as you all know, um, I'm retiring and uh, we're looking for a new chair. At which point, having done this strategic view, I knew everybody on the board because they'd all been in various different sessions I worked with. They all looked at me as one and said, any volunteers? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, that's the amusing part of the story. I, I chaired the organization for a couple of years. and. Um, it it gave me a leaning, a an interest, a, a, a drive towards finding out more about, um, in particular, the planet, the environmental sector. I mean, how many of us watch David Attenborough? But do we do very much about it? Now he's got huge following, but an awful lot of people just say, yeah, well, it's that's good. Well, I'll I'll try not to I'll try not to eat uh, any. Um, whatever the thing is this week, that's not nice, you know, fair yes. trade chocolate or whatever. But there are there's an awful lot of work to be done there. So that got me interested in environmental stuff. But it also got me interested in the fact that, as you say, charities, well, a lot of charities, if they were businesses, would be bankrupt. Mm. Um, it's only because of a, um, a thread of really compelling cause that people still give them money, despite the fact they're not necessarily using it brilliantly well. Um, and so, when the money is not so readily available, they really struggle. Yes. Um, so, part of my work is focused on trying to help them be more effective with the money that they have got, and translating that into being a more compelling story for more people who are going to give the money.
0: Yes. So, there's a relationship there between businesses and charities, is where about getting the message correct.
1: Yes. Yes. So, whereas Um, In theory, my charity business is about strategic thinking and my um, commercial business is about small business growth. There's so much overlap. Um, uh, So it it works rather nicely. And uh, and I use the methodologies from both intertwined um, where, where necessary.
0: So, Terry, if somebody's listened to this and they're, they're looking for a positive mindset to grow their business or they're looking to mm-hmm. make their money work for them in the charity and they would like to contact you and find out more about what you do, how would they do that?
1: Um, well, I've got um, I've got two websites, one for each of those sides of the business. Um, and my, my commercial business is called grasshoppersdontwalk.com. Um, so you won't forget that. It's all one word. There's no... no um, uh, you know, punctuation obviously in it so grasshoppersdon'twalk.com and the uh, sorry that's the charity side of the business the commercial side of the business small business it is business growth mentoring by tm.com um those can be uh those can be a first avenue um i think uh when you post this you'll be able to put in a phone number as well perhaps people yeah. can contact me that way by all means um be very happy to talk to um, talk to anybody about any aspect of what we've talked about today.
0: Excellent, yeah, we'll put all that details on our website so they can easily contact you. Well, thank you, Terry, for sh- sharing your passion, your story, and your tips into uh, business growth, sales, marketing, and charities. We covered so much in a short period of time.
1: All right, um, do you have time for three quick tips? Go for it. One, systemize the routines. Two, get excited about your business. Three, have a mirror. That means somebody you can reflect on. Might be a friend, might be a relative. It could be a coach or a mentor or or another business person you know. And a bonus one is if you have staff, customers come second.
0: <laughs> Love it. That's a great note to end the uh, podcast on. So this has been a podcast by business owners for business owners. Until next time, see you soon. See you then, Terry. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. The Federation of Small Businesses, with practical help for business owners such as 900 and counting, contracts, letters and guidance to run your business, all in one place. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk